This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Not one EV on the lot. This EV thing is just not there yet. Can't see how we'll ever get there where we live. A friend of mine said that his wife wanted an EV and he obliged her with an e-jeep. Nice husband. It didn't take but a few months and the code started triggering errors, meaning they had to go to the shop for diagnostics. No one seemed to know how to fix it. Then they got a letter from the company telling them not to park the EV in their garage due to a fire hazard. Consumer reports say that EVs have 80% more problems than traditional vehicles with combustion engines. A lot more people know how to fix regular autos and trucks. Everything that I've had to use with a battery eventually causes problems. They found that the range was short of what they needed, charging stations were few and far between, and it took too long to recharge. It was relegated to short trips charging at home. Parked outside, it'll become another snowbank. We are good friends with the owners of our local Dodge dealership. I think that I bought my first car from them in 1970. I expect that my last car we bought from them as well. I noticed that, that I did not see EVs on their lot and asked him how many EVs that they had sold in their dealership. He told me that it was a grand total of two, one to a customer and the other to another dealer. He said the company tries to push them on him, but he has resisted. His dealership is very busy, his shop is overbooked, and the last thing he needs is to mess with EVs, which none of his mechanics would know beans about how to fix when the codes trip. One of our brokers and his wife went to Sioux Falls car shopping, and the dealerships were full of EVs with a shortage of combustion engine vehicles on lots. The EVs are not selling. They wanted a regular engine and came home empty-handed. I think that the U.S. auto industry made a bad turn when they invested their farm into EV batteries and vehicles that are not selling as buyers figure out that the government subsidy is not enough to cover their loss. What do you think a used EV would be worth in a rural area of the country? What I think that the EV industry is going to find out is that everyone appeared to want an EV when they were short of production, but but that EV demand is inelastic. And when EV production is ramped up, a few too many can crash the market. A chart of where EVs are sold in the country tends to back that up. EV sales are best in the West Coast and extreme South, with few sold in the Midwest and Plains, where there is distance between destinations. Biden's mandate that 50% of new vehicle sales by 2030 be EVs is pure malarkey, a word that he understands. It's a fool's target that we miss by such a margin they'll want to forget that they ever mentioned it. EVs are more expensive than combustion engine vehicles, even with the subsidy. Not all EVs qualify for the subsidy. At least Biden required that they get built with U.S. components to qualify. I think that automakers that went all in on the EV craze will be fighting for their financial survival by 2030. 4,000 car dealers asked Biden to modify the mandates. EV inventories and lots have climbed to record highs, 114 days versus 71 for vehicles overall. Except on my Dodge dealer's lot, who has not won EV. He has no interest in EVs because that is the sentiment of his customers. If my truck ran out of gas, you can bring gas to it. I'm not aware there is such an option if an EV runs out of juice in the boonies. They call that range anxiety very much justified in colder climates. 
Now that the demand from early adopters who were on a waiting list for an EV have one in their driveway, getting mainstream buyers interested in an EV will be an entirely different hill to climb. Change is always difficult if you want to spend the cost of what it takes to buy a vehicle so that they create more fuss and worry for themselves. Combustion engine vehicles are going to be around for at least a couple of generations yet, and the best way to be green is with low-carbon ethanol. According to Biofuels Vision 2024, biofuel producers and farmers understand that if the United States wants to reach energy independence, it will take an all-of-the-above approach. However, today some leaders advocate an EV-only approach. With China and other adversaries controlling rare earth metals markets, it would not be wise to leave foreign oil dependence behind, only to become reliant upon Chinese batteries. EVs will no doubt play a growing role in meeting our transportation needs, but U.S. transportation is too big and too important to adopt a one-size-fits-all approach. We need heavy-duty trucks running on biodiesel, hybrid vehicles, and vehicles capable of running on E30, E40, or even E85 ethanol blends. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.